Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by listeners like you, who believe in the vital public service WRFA provides through its arts and education programming, as well as through our coverage of local news and public affairs. Plus, your generous support lets us provide a number of volunteer-based programs to be shared on our airwaves. Help keep community radio in Jamestown and Chautauqua County alive by making a contribution today. To make a tax-deductible donation or learn more about becoming a station underwriter, use the donate page on our website, wrfalp.com, or send a check to WRFA Radio, 116 East 3rd Street, Jamestown, New York. Or you can call 716-664-2465. And again, you're listening to Community Matters. Chautauqua County Humane Society's Brian Papalea tells us about the Walk for Paws, an adoption opportunity and volunteering opportunities at the center. We have Chautauqua County Humane Society Senior Program Director Brian Papalea on the line with us. Right, I just realized, did your title change? I have Director of title. Fundraising and Co- Communication. Is that your new title now? Oh, yeah, something like that. All Actually, right. nobody ever, it's going to change again. All right. Well, you know, I want to start again because, I, you know, it's different. So I'm going to start again. Take two. Okay. We have Chautauqua County Humane Society's Director of Fundraising and Communication, Brian Papalea, on the line with us. Hello. How are you today? I am doing well, Julia. How are you? I'm doing great. It's uh, September. It's supposed to be fall. Uh, the day we're talking, it's one of these 88-degree kind of days. But uh, you've got a lot of things coming up this month for the Humane Society. Big event coming up, in fact, on the 16th. Talk, talk to us about the Walk for Paws event. Yeah, we have the Walk for Paws coming up, like you said, on Saturday, September 16th. And folks can find out more and get registered now at chqhumane.org. I'm really excited about it this year because we have a lot of new. Last year, we did not get to do it. So this is our first year kind of coming out of the COVID era that we're doing the walk. And it's going to be at Panzarella Island Park, which is located between the BPU and the Comedy Center in downtown Jamestown. It's a beautiful area. We just actually walked the walk with Dan Stone from the Parks Department. And it's just really nice. There's three options. There's a short walk. that's about a quarter mile. There's the medium walk, and then there's the full walk, which takes you down kind of around the river walk to uh, Jama in that area, and that's about a mile and a quarter. Um, so you can, you know, be ready for that. On the way, when you're doing the walk, you can participate in a scavenger hunt this year. That's something new that we're doing. Um, and then when you get back from the walk, we'll have a paint test where you can actually have your, this is dog-friendly, of course, you can have your, your dogs actually do paintings. They can create their own art. Um, we're going to have a photo booth with professional, local professional photographers where you can have your pet's photo taken. Um, just a lot of fun stuff to have the walk, you know. It's showing people what we do with our animals here to help them in their time that they're with us is represented through these different uh, activities. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to involving our pets, you know, in, in fall activities, this is a great way to get out outside. And, yeah, the river walk down there is a fantastic place to do some some walking around the various tracks. I mean, the pedestrian bridges definitely make it easier if, if you say you got a, a, a shorter leg dog who maybe doesn't want to quite go as far as the JAMA building. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking, like me, I'd rather take the short walk. But... <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's, it's really pretty. And all of it, it's a $25 registration fee. There are options to do some additional fundraising if folks are interested in that. Um, it's a great way. All your, your donations and registration fees stay local, and they help the animals here at the Chautauqua County Humane Society. And 
that's the one thing they really, you know, to stay warm through the winter, to stay cool through days like this, to stay fed and keep up with their vet, their vet needs. You know, that money takes care of all of that. Do you have a goal that you're trying to reach for this event this year? Uh, because this is our, our first time doing all this, our goal is to just get people to come out and really see what's happening and learn more about the shelter and then tell their friends so they can uh, get involved next year. What time again does that start on the 16th? We're doing, um, along with the online registration you can do now at chqhumane.org, we will be doing a in-person registration down at the park, which starts at 10 a.m. on Saturday the 16th, and then the walk will begin at 11. That's perfect. And so we'll cross our fingers for, for good weather for that. And, you know, and also I'll, maybe we can catch up the day before the, the walk to see how things are going. But in terms of at the shelter itself, you have, you know, a lot of uh, great animals down there that people can come and meet and adopt. But you have one special guy who's been there for a little while. We do. We have Burr. Um, Sunday was his 1,000th day at the shelter. Um, when Burr came in to us, it was about three years ago, he came in with a lot of uh, kind of quirks and fears, and our staff has worked with him and volunteers have worked with him all this time. Like The biggest example for him was he was afraid of cars, not cars driving by, not the sound of cars, but literally, like if a car was sitting in a parking lot, he wouldn't go anywhere near it. Um, we had a couple of staff members, they took their own cars and they would park them kind of off in the yard. And over, I believe it was like three months, they would take him out every day and they would walk him kind of to the car and give him treats. And then they got to the point where they would get him to the car and then they had to do the same thing to get him inside the car. And now he's at a point where he can get into a car and we're hoping one of these days he can get into a car to go to his uh, forever home. Wow, and I think, you know, you detailing it tells a lot about what really happens at the shelter, that this is not just a place where stray animals or people who surrender animals are just dropped off and left left there for whoever wants to come pick up, that you have staff and volunteers who really do spend a lot of time getting to know each, each animal and working with them on what their needs are. Well, the behavior and enrichment um, part of what we do has grown so much as it has across the country. I mean, this is something that, you know, um, is not just something we're doing here, but it's a, a national initiative to make the animals stay more comfortable, more beneficial to their, not just their physical health, but their mental health as well, which is so important. So an animal like Burr, a dog like Burr, you know, to see how far he's progressed is really showing not just what we're doing here, but how kind of sheltering as a whole is being better for the animal. If people want to come down and meet birds, do they need to make an appointment, or can they just show up? Oh, just come on down. Yeah, um, it's 2825 Strunk Road in Jamestown, and our hours are 1 to 5.30, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. We are closed on Thursday, and then 11 to 3 on Saturday. So stop down, and uh, the one thing I would say is if you want to meet birds, if you're interested prepare to be able to invest a little bit of time so he can get to know you and so everybody, you know, can be comfortable with each other. But I tell you, once you do, you're going to love him. He's an awesome dog. That's awesome. And you have other things happening activity-wise at the shelter where you're asking for some help, uh, specifically where it relates to the spay and neuter clinic that you have going. Yeah, um, we are looking for some clinic volunteers, um, this is uh, a very important part of what we do to help control the pet population. 
both um, owned animals and fer- like feral cats out in the street, community cats, they call them. Um, we are looking for folks to be able to come in. This is hands-on to some degree with animals, um, watching them after they've gone through the process to make sure that they're breathing okay and you know their post-operation status is all right. Um, helping handle them as they're getting prepped. I guess I did that backwards <laughs> before surgery. Um, and then also possibly some things like data entering and stuff like that um, to help the clinic run smoothly. Because we've had a couple of, uh, like my daughter, she's been in there for, I think, eight hours a day, almost every day they've had surgery for three or four years now, and she's going to college. So <laughs> that's part of what opened this gap. But if it is somebody who has some time that might be going to college for veterinary or you know might have that kind of background it's an awesome way to get some experience and to really learn what it's like to be in that environment or if it's somebody who has time you know just to get that kind of companionship i mean because it's also it's a nice firm it's a good group of people and if you're looking for that sort of thing and you have those skills it's good for that as well Mm-hmm. And this is a, when in terms of the spay and neuter clinic, you've had that going on. And, and I guess, could I ask how the community cat program has been going? Uh, the community cat program, as it was last year, has been folded into our um, kind of regular trap, neuter, and release program that's been run out of the shelter for a while. And it goes really um, pretty well. I mean, it's something that we do year-round, though we get better results in the summer because the cats are more liable to come out, you know, into the traps. But, um, so they're really pushing hard probably through the next, you never know anymore with the way the weather's been, but, you know, until the weather gets cold, I'll say, you know, now they'll start to really try to push hard to get as many as they can through. Um, but it, it does make a difference, and I know there are some colonies that they've, in town, that they've gotten through completely, although there's more, you know, that they're working on, so... Right, because uh, it, it, I think a cat can have more than one litter a year. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like two or three. Well, and that's, yeah, so when it comes to longer, warmer seasons, like we've been seeing here in, in our area, even though we do get winter, that's pretty important that to try, if you're trying to reduce feral cat populations, to try to um, help out those you know female cats as much as possible, or, or male cats even. Yeah, it doesn't gender it, just get them in. <laughs> yeah, boy, girl, whatever. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, in terms of you know, we talked about how Walk for Paws that helps you support everything that you have going on at the shelter, but you also have something that's happening at Second Chances that you know that can that that's like I, I call it like your ongoing year round uh, fundraiser option. But yeah. yeah. So what what's 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 on special this week? Everything. Um, we actually, literally, we have a sale going on actually through the, the 16th. It goes on to the next couple of weeks, and we're doing 50% off everything in the store. Um, so we are encouraging people to come in because one of the things being kind of the transition between summer and fall, um, we are getting the most donations we've gotten in a long time. Um, really nice stuff. Really cool, especially, I mean, I know we're kind of in the midst of going back to school, but if you're finding, like, you need some extra furniture for the kids' dorm rooms or anything like that, apartments. If you need clothes, if you're still, you know, in that back-to-school mode for that, we have a lot of, like, brand-new, like, new kind of clothing, so just all that kind of stuff. And right now it's all half-off, so it's a great time to get to Second Chances, which is right across from Runnings, to do some shopping. Mm-hmm. 
I find that when we get to where we start transitioning between hot weather like today and then whenever the cool weather comes, which I think is next week, that I start looking for my long sleeve shirts and, and, and warmer clothing and realizing I have to replace things. So this would be a perfect opportunity for people to, to get a jump start on that, I imagine. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I actually just did that myself a couple of days ago. So, <laughs> so yep. So, and so it's an opportunity to uh, get some new threads while supporting a, a good organization. So awesome. Uh, Brian? Nice. I like that. Yeah. Threads. Brian, <laughs> threads. Yeah. Brian, do you have anything else that you want to share of what that's happening down at the Maine Society? Yeah, just really an encourage folks to, to get to chqhumane.org, register for the walk. If you have questions, let us know. Give me a call, message through Facebook. You'll end up talking to me. But, yeah, let's just get out there and support the animals. All right. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you, Julia.